Let's see. Where the fuck am I? Oh shit. What the fuck is that? Hello. My name is Pixie. Welcome to the local obscene studio. Follow me. I am glad you did not get lost. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad I didn't like, get lost too. I hope that you find me in this form to be acceptable. Yeah, you look, you look fine. Is there something in particular that you enjoy about my outfit? Yeah, it's your nice shiny suit. Thank you. I ordered it online. Wish? Precisely. On the left, you will find a door leading to the stairwell. There, you will travel downwards using your human legs to the 142nd floor. That's a, that's a lot of stairs right now. It is a lot of stairs. Uh, I get, yeah, I guess I'm up to the task. It will take you approximately 57 minutes. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I got some water here. That is very good. Human bodies do require water. Mine, on the other hand, does not. And for that, you are lucky. I'm just completely fucking with you. There actually is an elevator. Oh. Thank God, because that was going to be a shitty time, walking down all those stairs. When you reach your destination, you will find a red door labeled Studio. That is where Chief is expecting you. Oh, awesome. Now, don't you mean the negative 142nd floor, since you said going down? That is a valid statement. I will reconsider. You are going to the negative 142nd floor. Okay, just, just to be clear, that's all. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm almost positive you chose this style of music right now. I did choose this song. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you did. Do you not enjoy? Uh, not particularly, no. You have any, like, normal elevator music since we're in an elevator? How about this? Well, you know what? I give up. Whatever. Whatever you want to put on is fine. This is one of my favorites. I'm sure it is. So do you ever wonder what it's like to be made out of a skeleton? Uh, yeah, sometimes. What, what floor are we on? Are we almost there? It is not which floor that we are on. It is where we are in relation to space and time. It was a pleasure getting to know you. Yeah, the pleasure's all mine. See you later. Hey, what's up, Juan? Nothing much, man. What's going on with you? 
Oh, just chilling down here in the local obscene studios. Thank you so much for, yeah. for coming by. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's good to be here. I assume that you have met Pixie. Yes, uh, I ran into her whenever I got here, and um, she left quite an impression. You hear that, Pixie? You left quite an impression on him. That is excellent news. So, how have things been going? Things have been going pretty good. Just uh, working on band stuff and little art stuff here and there. You know, nothing too big. For those of you listeners that don't know which bands Juan plays in, he is in Jesse and the Meow Meows and 3D Specs. How are the guys doing? Everyone is tip top. Everyone is good. We are practicing. Um, actually, we're getting ready to merge the two bands together. Um, Mikey, who plays bass for the 3D Specs, is learning how to play guitar. He bought a guitar and now he's learning how to play. So within a few more months, uh, neither of those bands will exist anymore. The Meow Meows will be dead. The 3D Specs will also be dead. And we'll have a brand new band with a brand new name brand new set list and things will be great are you gonna bring carry over some of the the classics yes we'll be taking the best songs from each set list and combining them to deliver a uh, a heavy punch to your temple that is fucking amazing holy shit i can't wait for the next show then yes i can hardly wait myself hell yeah so as we know as I know, you designed a totally sick flyer for the last local obscene show, and you are quite an artist. How is that going? Uh, it goes well. I just uh, I hold myself up in my house uh, for days in the dark, and I uh, sometimes don't leave for days, but um, I'm inspired by destruction and death, so... And that there is plenty of yes. in this day and age. Yes, indeed. So there's a steady flow of arts. I've been drawing ever since I was a child. Again, hold up in my bedroom with no windows. Only a clock radio for entertainment. Usually the best art comes from suffering. Yes, I agree. <laughs> well, that's fucking excellent i'm glad that you are continuing to pursue your passions because that's all we could ever hope for always man and i also uh encourage anyone out there to go for it make some art write some songs play some shows support the scene the local obscene you hear that listeners go out there watch the shows Play the shows, create the art, and connect with other artists and make this scene grow. Yes, every day, all day. And the year after that, till eternity. Together forever. <laughs> As one. You're listening to the local scene. And now, a word from our sponsors. 
Cats, cats, cats. This Saturday, come on down to the Dickhole Pavilion for the fifth annual Feline Frenzy. Feline Frenzy. Bring your favorite fur babies down into the arena. And when the timer hits zero, let them loose. Let them loose. Sit back, crack a brew, and watch your cat companion unleash chaos upon the community. This Saturday, bring your scratching post, roll up that catnip, and prepare for a total catastrophe. Catastrophe. At the Dickhole Pavilion. Meow. Please drink and drive responsibly. We are not liable for anything that happens to your kitty cat or any mortal wounds caused by the claws. Kids 12 and under are free with the purchase of a 30-pack. We interrupt this interview to bring you breaking news. Hi, I'm Chief Swiftwater, broadcasting live from the LON, where news happens first. In a surprise statement, Grant Montana has announced his run for the 2020 presidential election. Cheers could be heard across the nation as he stood up on the crown of the Statue of Liberty waving a flag of freedom. Let's listen to the first campaign ad released just moments ago. I stand before you today to address ongoing concerns of this great nation. We have upon us the right and opportunity to decide and determine who is rightful leader of this land. If you, citizens of this great republic, see me fit as your commander, and if I receive your vote, please rest assured of the following. Number one. Housing will be 100% free to everyone. Number two, universal animal health care across the board. Number three, to address concerns with our Earth's climate. My campaign and I have made commitments to science and have began to implement the ERPA, otherwise known as the Elderly Recycle Program Association where we turn old people into houses. Furthermore, our Wealth Redistribution Project, otherwise known as the Income Rebalancing Act, which will assure that all of your income will be collected by the government and redistributed equally among the population. But to be entirely honest, I feel this country has had a war on drugs for long enough. And if I receive your vote, I will make it my number one priority to decriminalize any and all drugs. So party on, fine citizens. Let us evolve liberty! I am Grant Montana and I approve this message. The amount of propositions made by newly announced presidential candidate Grant Montana is staggering, to say the least, but the public appears to believe that he is capable. That is all the news we have for now. 
But we here at the LON are working diligently around the clock to bring you the latest breaking news. I'm your broadcaster, Chief Swiftwater. Carry on. Hey listeners, how's it going? Just wanted to jump in and say thank you so much for listening. Huge shout out to Juan for swinging by the studio. Can't wait until this quarantine is lifted so we can actually start playing shows again. And combining 3D specs and Jesse and the Meow Meows? Fucking exciting! As you previously heard, I am now working as a broadcaster for the LON, otherwise known as the Local Obscene Network, a brand new expansion of the Local Obscene. You guys, Pixie has revolutionized the studio. We opened an entire television network. Fuck, Pixie, you're amazing! Thank you, Chief. Do you love this show? You can support us at anchor.fm slash local obscene slash support, or you can become a monthly contributor for as low as 99 cents a month. And that would really help us. If not, give our Facebook page a like and share it with your friends because listening, honestly, is the most important thing. So, another new show from the LON. So stoked! We managed to get the one and only Landon Corselli to sign a contract with the LON. So we wanted to give him his own show. Without further ado, let's continue with your regular scheduled broadcasting. Big Oofs of History is a show about history and the big fuck-ups that we did. Big Big Oofs of History. Good evening. I'm your Big Oof host, Landon Corselli, and this week we're going to be looking at the Titanic. This Olympic-class ocean liner is infamous, isn't it? 46,000 Tons. This wreck of a ship impressed millions and was the talk of the town way back in 1912. If you weren't sailing on the Titanic, could you even consider yourself a fucking person? Of course, boats have limits, even if they are a big fuck you to God. I know, I know, Noah and his damn ark. But we didn't need this boat. 3,547 people decided, well, they said it wasn't sink. Oh, no, no. I know they haven't tested it. That's what we're here for. And this thing wasn't fucking around either. Oh, they put in the work. They just didn't put on their fucking glasses, apparently, because the iceberg was right in front of them. Did you know... There were 24 boilers in this hulking pile of shit. 24 boilers, yet everyone who died was either frozen or drowned. They put 1.5 million pounds into this project. That's over 160 million today. It had the propulsion. It could sail at a whopping 35 kilometers per hour, which, I mean, for its size, is pretty impressive. At 852 feet, 
and nine decks. It really was a massive and beautiful ship until it was plunging deep into the Atlantic at three in the fucking morning. On top of all of this, they had enough lifeboats for, oh, less than half the people in the boat? Might have been something to consider, especially since they designed it to be able to carry 48 lifeboats, and they just, what, left them at home? It wasn't until after the crash that the people who make these rules even decided that they should have been more prepared. Their pride got the best of them and they really missed the boat. On the bright side, some of the wealthiest people in the world were on that ship, and without their deaths, their excessive wealth would have never been passed on to their just as useless children, who would continue to hoard that inheritance for generations. I don't know if you guys know anything about economics, but you kind of have to spend the money for it to mean anything. Anyway. Let's take a look at Captain Edward Smith. Barbara, can you throw a picture up? Thanks, babe. Look at this grizzly motherfucker. If his beard went any further up his face, we could drop him in the Appalachians and discover something more terrifying than Bigfoot. Ow, look at my pretty little navy hat. Isn't it grand? Fuck you, Edward Smith. Fuck you and yours. You sure captain that ship straight to the fucking boneyard. This wasn't his first time piloting a vessel either. He was a captain of something or rather for over 20 years. This also wasn't the first time he screwed the pooch with a boat he couldn't handle. See, only a year. Before the devastation of the Titanic, Smith decided to drive his ship, the Olympic, right into one of his own army's ships, the HMS Hawk. Basically, they say that the Olympic was too big and sucked in the Hawk. It was unavoidable, they said, because the ship was too big. And less than a year later, they put him in an even bigger boat and sent him to the worst place a boat could be. The middle of a fucking ice field. Tell me this, how the fuck did they think a bigger boat was a good idea? They just had this bullshit happen with the Hawk. If it can pull in a warship designed to, you know, float and stay course and go where the fuck it's supposed to go. How did they think it was a good idea to put a bigger boat in an ice field and not expect it to go down? Ow, the landing. They made it so strong. They thought of everything. It was just an accident. The accident was putting a 62-year-old man at the head of a ship after he demonstrated that he was no longer the safe captain. Sure, he was the millionaire's captain, but all that really means is a bunch of entitled cocksuckers don't like change. Then he killed 1,500 people, including himself. Women and children first! Women and children first! They would all scream as the giant fucking chunk of ice ripped a hole in the hall. And how high and mighty do you have to be to name a boat the Titanic? 
Have the Greeks taught us nothing? Titans will fall, and their replacements will be smaller and many in number. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone who still doesn't know what the fuck they are, this was a big oof. Let's give it up for Landon Corselli with his brand new show, Big Oofs of History. I can't, I can't wait to see what else we're going to learn about history. Hey, listeners, do you want to be on this show? Do you have a band? Are you an artist? Are you a ice sculptor? Do you have a business? Fuck! If you really do anything, I want to hear about it. Shoot me an email at localobscene at gmail.com and let's get you on the show. Speaking of the show, let's keep it rolling. One of my favorite dudes out in Sherman, Texas is motherfucking Bob who plays drums in a sick-ass band called utter depravity and what a better thing to do than to uh give him a prank call let's do this hi is this bob uh yes it is hi bob my name is rick Hello, Rick. Now, before I get started, I'm aware of the stigma attached to telemarketers, but I assure you, I will not waste your time. Oh, well, that's that's just dandy. Today, I'm going to offer you a product that's going to change your life, Bob. Would you like to hear about it? That sounds fucking amazing. Have you ever wanted a tail? Actually, there's been a vast many times that I've contemplated having a tail. Well, let me tell you about this product, because isn't it just depressing that all these animals have cool tails and you don't? That's so, so true. Yeah. Well, Bob, for the low, low price of ninety nine ninety nine, and that includes free shipping, I can make your dream of having a tail become a reality. Wow. Now you may ask yourself, how could I possibly grow a tail? Am I right? I think so. Well, here's how it works. Humetail is a one-time anal injection of specialty anamorphic enzymes that rearrange the cheeks of your ass into a fleshy five-foot apparatus extending from your tailbone. Doesn't that sound wonderful? That sounds kind of hot. Hot indeed. Now just imagine the possibilities. Better balance... Because we all know that you need better balance, Bob. <laughs> Brushing away pests. Because, you know, in the summertime, those, those mosquitoes, man. That's, that'd be handy. 
And you know what? This tail is even strong enough to where you can hang from tree branches. Oh, I need this tail. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, Bob. The ladies love it. <laughs> I don't see why they wouldn't. <laughs> so what do you say, Bob? Are you ready to grow a tail? Well, I'm ready. I'm ready as hell. Well, fortunately, our financial department has already collected your bank account information through third-party associates, so you have nothing else to do. Wonderful. All right, Bob, will you enjoy that new tail? Uh, when should I get my, my tail apparatus-creating pill? That should be arriving in about two to three weeks. Wonderful. And we already have your address as well. Oh, well, that makes things so easy. As easy as pie. Well, thank you so much, Bob, for speaking to me today. Uh, well, thank you for calling me with this wonderful opportunity. My pleasure. Bye-bye now. Oh, that Bob. What a sport. If you could do me a solid, go and follow utter depravity. And as soon as the fucking gates open up and we can go see shows again, look for an utter depravity show near you and just go because it always ends with a crazy finale that just blows my fucking mind. <laughs> hey, Pixie. Yes, Chief. As a matter of fact, I do. What's next in the show? That would be Back Alley Cooking. Back Alley Cooking? Yes! Alright then, without further ado, Back Alley Cooking. You're listening to the local obscene. Hi there! How's it going? It's time for back alley cooking. You some bitches. Sometimes all you have to cook is the lint in your pocket. Welcome back, you some bitches, to another delectable installment of back alley cooking. I'm known around these parts as Grillmaster One Arm. Today we have a mouthwatering dish, sure to bring you to your knees in salvation. Standing beside me is my trusty companion, Chef Applewad. Go ahead, Applewad. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Applewad. I, I'm Chef Applewad. I have a, a tummy that grumbles, and when that happens, I have to go and put things into my mouth, and that um, makes the hungry go away. Mmm, that's some good stuff, Applewad. Mm. Well... On today's menu, we'll be serving an all-time favorite amphibious stir-fry with insect crispers. I came up with the recipe when I was visiting the Ganges. An ancient coven of pagan witches taught me the way around a grasshopper. Crickets and locusts work fine too, but the big green hoppers is gonna be the best soma bitch we're after today. 
grasshoppers have the highest protein content, and they can keep you sustained for weeks. Isn't that right, Apple Wild? I do like crunching hoppers, especially when they are filled with eggs and the larvas pop and goo comes running down. Mm. The hoppers and crispers are a crucial component, but the real meat of the dish comes from the slimy critters in the deep mucky marshes east of Winchester Avenue. Frogs, toads, Salamanders and newts congregate there. Sometimes there's even a bigger catch to be had. But it's been years since I seen one. As a matter of fact, that goddamn monster of the marsh gave me a scar that'll make you say ten Hail Marys and kiss your grandma. That sounds like it could be scary. Danger makes me horny. Apple there's a time and a place for talk like that. This is a family fucking television show, you son of a bitch. Alright. First, you're gonna have to collect the correct kitchen hardware for the job. Now a typical chef will be using a wok, but this ain't no goddamn five-star restaurant we're in now, is it? Now, I'm here to teach you to cook creatively with the bare essentials. So I will be using an old steel drum that was given to me in Jamaica by an elite crew of skilled musicians. I showed them all the ways they could eat their greens instead of smoke them and this was my reward. We got ourselves a few books of matches from the Awatak Casino and Strip Club north of town. So we'll get the fire going and get the steel drum walk nice and hot while we go on a hunt. Apple Watt, I want you to uh, head into the Mendo. Start finding those crispy hopping summer bitches and I'll go to the marsh. Finding hoppers makes me feel like I was young again. And I look forward to the opportunity to place my hands on top of the hoppers because they are fast at hopping like the wind that blows and the lightning that goes boom in the clouds. Now, Applewad, we went over this. The boom is called thunder. I'm here in the swamp marshes. I found some old rain boots on the way over just sitting on someone's porch so I can avoid getting gangrene. I've seen a couple of tadpoles since I got over here, but it's always important to let your food grow to its final form before scooping it up. I went ahead and fastened a net out of cattail stems and long grass. Oh, shit. I see a fully grown bulldog over there on that rock over yonder. Let's get a closer look. Yeah, that Solmo bitch will do nicely. Two or three of them can feed us for days. Now, I'm gonna mimic its mating call to keep it distracted. <laughs> Got him. I don't usually name my food, but he looks like a Fred if I've ever seen one. Remember, always flip over driftwood and flat rocks for salamanders. Now, 
If you look over there, now that's a nice piece of plywood someone dumped on the bank. You never know what critters have made this their home. And would you look at that? This fucking salamander is bigger than my forearm. They sure do grow them big out here. Now that we got enough protein, let's check back in with Apple. Walking through the forest now and keeping my eyes on the trees and the grass and flowers to make sure I don't miss any of the hoppers. It's important to be calm, but I am so, I am so excited and shaking in my boots and I can't believe Grillmaster trusted me with such an important part of the recipe. Ooh, there's a big one. Such an elegant hop. Looks like it landed in a, a patch of daisies. If I go real slow, gotcha! Now, just gonna drop him right here into the crisper pouch. We are going to need so many crispers, so I just made sure to get an extra large pouch for today's harvest. Okay, we, we have about 45 crispers of various sorts and sizes, but I'm still on the lookout for the most special crisper. This delicacy would be so sensual to hold in my fingers and put in the stir-fry as a special treat. Eight supple snappers attached to a plump, juicy grape bum. All that hot juice just squirting with flavor. There, an entire nest of them. The steak of the insect community tarantulas holy shit folks this just got fucking crazy over here I was rounding up a few smaller frogs to last the week when the grumble from the sewers began to grow louder louder I'm perched up in a tree now but I saw the summer bitch, the marsh monster from all those years ago. He poked his head up for just a moment before receding into the sewers. But he saw me, folks. He saw me, and he remembers our battle. I don't think. Shit, here he comes. You won't be taking me this time, you bastard. You can't stop me. Two arms, two legs, multiplied by themselves, eight fuzzy extensions, I must shed these clothes and become 
like them. The spiders eat the crispers as I do. And how could I eat my brothers? For I am no cannibal. I am the Spider King. Christ Applewop, how many times do I gotta say it? Keep your damn clothes on when playing with the tarantulas. My apologies, Grillmaster, but it appears you are also lacking clothes. Of course I am, you solemn bitch, and just you wait and see why. Come and look at this, Applewop. Grillmaster, is that the monster of the marsh? You're god damn right it is. We had the tussle of a lifetime and he ripped my clothes to shreds, rain boots and all. I wanted those damn rain boots to cook in. But look at him, Applewild. Fifteen years I've been waiting to get my revenge. I'm so proud of you, Grillmaster. Those tooth holes in your side look painful. Can I close the wounds? <sighs> yes. Now, heat up the fence post there and get these things closed up quick. I'm losing blood. Make sure it's red hot so you don't leave me with blisters and open wounds like last time. Thank you, Apple. Now we can finally get to cooking. Bring me the good knife, Apple. I need to get this son of a bitch carved up. Stir, stir, stir. Gotta stir up all the crispers. Listen to them sizzle in the drum walk, Grillmaster. Listen to them pop. Well, folks, the fire's roaring. The walk is hot. Doing great stirring up those crispers and the greens, Applewad. Now that I've skimmed the water dweller, on a side note, let me say that the March Monster will provide me with replacement boots, hat, and gloves. But anyway, we're ready to grill. As to which I am, of course, the master of. I've cut the meat up nearly paper thin so as to layer it around the sides of the wok and let it cook up quick and tender. Just add a little rosemary. We found growing near the campsite and salt to taste. Our salt comes from boiling seawater and storing the residue in paper bags that I find in the fast food restaurant parking lots. Let the crispers reduce down into a husk filled with warm jelly. Serve on a large palm leaf and enjoy, folks. Grillmaster, you've really outdone yourself. This may be the best hungry fixer I've ever crunched between my hard whites. Thank you, Applewad. And as always, to the folks at home, this is Grillmaster One Arm. Savor the flavor, you soma bitches. Good night. Holy shit. Gotta love back alley cooking. Hey listeners, I had way too much fun doing the uh, the prank call business, so I wanted to do another one. Same band, 
utter depravity, but this time it's their lead singer, guitar player, Mr. Adam. Let's tune in. Hi, is this Adam? Yes. Hi, Adam. My name is Rick. How are you doing today? <laughs> oh, no. All right, let's try him again. Uh, now, now, Adam, don't hang up on me. I, I know the stigma attached to telemarketers, but but I assure you, your time will not be wasted. Who is this? Okay, okay, listen. I'm going to offer you a product that's going to change your life forever. Are you ready? Yeah. Have you ever wanted a tail? <laughs> Who is this? My name's Rick. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I have one to tail. Isn't it just depressing that all these animals have cool tails and you don't? Yeah, it is. Well, Adam, for the low, low price of $99.99, and that includes free shipping, I can make your dreams of having a tail become a reality. And how's that? Well, you may ask yourself, how could I possibly grow a tail? Well, here's how it works. Hume tail is a one-time anal injection of specialty anamorphic enzymes that rearrange the cheeks of your ass into a fleshy five-foot apparatus extending from your tailbone. Sounds promising. Just imagine the possibilities. Better balance, brushing away pests, even hanging from tree branches. Not to mention, the ladies love it. Well, I'm gay, so that, that, that doesn't matter. Well, the men will be coming to your yard. What do you say, Adam? You want to start your journey of growing a tail? I'm afraid not. I'm very busy right now, but thank you for your time. Uh, um, let, let me uh, let me convince you here. Uh, who are you with right now? Who who am I with? Yeah, who are you with? I'm with the corporation Humetail, and I'm here to change your life forever. Um, what if I already have a tail? You already have a tail. Yeah. Is it with Hume Tail? Yes, it is. You're already a valued customer? Uh, yeah. That's incredible! Well, thank you so much, Adam, for purchasing our product. Sweet. <laughs> hey, bro, it's Chief Swiftwater. How's it going? You just got pranked on the local obscene, bitch! It is so <laughs> um, <laughs> I had I had a feeling that sounds like I was like, boy, you're you're so well rehearsed about this. <laughs> uh, 
and it sounded so familiar. I was like, God, it sounds so familiar. Well, huh? I guess the secret's out. Hume tail. <laughs> Hume tail. You're a valued customer. <laughs> I know. The secret's out. <laughs> well, well, thank you for participating. Your uh, buddy Bob was already subjugated to this as it well. Was like, it was scary because when I hung up, you immediately called me back. I was like, oh my God, this, this telemarketer is watching me. <laughs> we, have, we have eyes on the target. And for a hundred bucks, I mean, that's a pretty damn good deal because I have always wanted my own tail. Right? And all of the possibilities. Yeah, I mean, when you said I could keep animals away from my butthole and stuff, it sounded, I don't know, it's, say no more. Right, when you're laying out on the lawn, just bare ass with your anus porting, pointing towards the sky to Son, get you know, that vitamin, <laughs> vitamin D, D, D <laughs> right up in your B. Yeah, um, perfect. <laughs> well, you have fun hanging from those tree branches. Okay. All right, mate. Cheerio. Bye, buddy. Bye, you soon later. Love you. I know. And now it's time for the closing statement with your host, Chief Swiftwater. Together, we can bring forth... The Chosen Ones. Barbara? Do you think I'm one of the Chosen Ones? I hope so, too. Hey, listeners! Thank you so much for listening to Season 3, Episode 7. It has been an absolute wild fucking ride. And you are the ultimate badass for listening to all of it and getting to the end right here with me chief swiftwater of course gonna give a special shout out to one of 3d specs and jesse and the meow meows which rumor has could potentially merge into a super project and i want to be standing in the front row when that happens Fuck yeah! Also, you need to go and check out Juan's art. It's super amazing. He drew the cover for this episode, and I was just so fucking stoked about it. But he does super realistic pencil drawings. And the uh, the detail is incredible. Um, And he also does custom stuff. So if you have a request, you know, hit him up. Get some of that artwork. A huge shout out to Damian Clarson for his unending support and contribution to this show. He knows no bounds. It's fucking awesome. Always a good guy that I can just bounce every crazy idea in my head off of. And he shoots it right back. Um, so, you know, I, I love you, mate. Also gotta thank Bob and Adam of Utter Depravity for being subjugated to my shenanigans of prank calling. <sighs> what a good, good sports those boys are. Well, uh, let me think here. 
We have uh, anyone? Uh, oh yes, of course. Gotta gotta thank Landon Corselli, Grillmaster One Arm, Applewad, Grant Montana. Such great, great people. I definitely am forgetting someone though. I'm just kidding! Of course I wouldn't forget about you! I've got to thank Pixie for all of the fucking crazy meta computer shit! I don't. My brain! My brain! Trust me, Chief. I am doing much more than meta computer shit. Oh man. No, I know you do. Pixie's like. We'll get into that later. Anyway, if you want to be on the local obscene, hit me up on our Facebook page, local obscene, or shoot me an email at localobscene at gmail.com, and uh, let's get you on the show, right? You can also become a supporter of the local obscene. Head on over to Anchor. Dot fm slash support slash local obscene where you can become a monthly contributor for as low as 99 cents or you can just make a one-time donation all of it goes to getting us better hardware and software to provide you with the ultimate podcasting experience that's all for me tonight you guys i'm your host chief swiftwater signing off